University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this July 1st, 2022, I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Madawa. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, post-row states struggle with conflicting abortion bans, all on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Sequoia Ware will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. Current t- temperature outside is a muggy 75 degrees. And now on to our top story. President Joe Biden's hope for saving the earth from the devastating effects of climate change may not be dead, but it's not far from it. A Supreme Court ruling yesterday limits the Environmental Protection Agency's ability to regulate climate pollution by power plants and suggests the court is poised to block Biden's other efforts to limit the fumes by emitting oil, gas, and coal. It's a blow to the Biden's commitment to slash emissions in the, uh, in the few years, scientists say, remain to stave off deadlier levels of global warming. It's a sign to Democrats of the dwindling chances left for Biden to reverse the legacy of President Donald Trump, who mocked the science of climate change. The White House says President Joe Biden will present the nation's highest civilian honor to 17 people, including gymnast Simone Biles, actor Denzel Washington, and the late Arizona Republican Senator John McCain, with whom Biden served in the Senate. Biden will also recognize Sandra Lindsay, the New York nurse who rolled up her sleeve on live television in December 2020 to receive the first COVID-19 vaccination that was administered in the U.S., other recipients of the Presidential Medal of Freedom are gun safety advocate Gabriel Gilford's late Apple co-founder Steve Jobs and U.S. women's national soccer team player Megan Rapinoe. Decades of anti-abortion laws have been created in some states, and many of them conflict with each other. Idaho has nearly three dozen anti-abortion laws dating back to 1973, and Attorney General Lawrence Wasden's office says he is giving them a close look to see which might be enforceable now that the U.S. Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade. But it's not an easy question. In Arizona, leaders in the Republican Party disagree over whether an abortion law from 1901 should be enforced over a 2020 version. Grant Leobs is the president of the Idaho Prosecuting Attorneys Association. He says the decision on whether to charge someone under an older abortion law will probably come down to individual prosecutors at first. When the Archbishop of the Brazilian city of Manaus, Leonardo Stainer, kneels before Pope Francis on August 27th, the Brazilian clergyman will be make history as the first cardinal to come from the Amazon. The region has been important to the Pope. He dedicated an entire synod, or meeting of bishops, to the Amazon region in 2019, and much of his environmental awakening crystallized in his 2015 encyclopedia, Praised Be. It can be traced to learning about the plight of the world's largest rainforest. The number of new coronavirus cases across Britain has surged by more than 30% in the last week, with cases largely driven by the super-infectious Omicron variants. Data released by Britain's Office for National um, Statistics on Friday showed that more than 3 million people in the UK had COVID last week, although there has not been an equivalent spike in hospitalizations. The number of COVID-19 deaths also fell slightly in the last week. Globally, the World Health Organization said this week that COVID-19 is increasing in more than 100 countries worldwide. Coming up next, two police officers killed in Kentucky by suspect with a rifle. 
that and more news from across the tri-state and new center 88 returns right after this Here we are, Lookout Point. Wow, Jim, the stars are so beautiful tonight. Hey, is that a UFO? The light! It's got me! Jim! Jim! Mary! What? Where am I? Grootlings, Earthling. Aha! We require your help. We detected an unusual signal coming from your vehicular object. You must tell us what it is. Or else... Whoa, take it easy. I was just listening to WMUL. WMUL? Yeah, it's my favorite radio station. So that's what good radio sounds like. The rumors are true. Mission accomplished. We must report this to our queen. Goodbye, Earthlord. Wait, what? Jim, are you okay? What was that? The truth, Mary. WMUL? is out of this world. I missed a mortgage payment, but now I'm turning things around. With Sam, I can. Sam is Smart About Money, a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money at samican.org. Business has fallen off at work, but I'm getting prepared for whatever the future holds. With Sam, I can. Get empowered. Reach your financial goals. Visit samican.org. The adventure of a lifetime. Destiny will be revealed. Bear witness to a living legend. We've got to get out of here. I know! It's coming! No. It's here. The Cutting Edge. Slicing through the airwaves to a radio near you. WMUL 88.1 FM. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Madawa. A West Virginian man has been arrested for allegedly making bomb threats that forced the evacuation of a posh resort. State police say 62-year-old Joseph Toller of Danville was arrested yesterday on three counts each of terroristic threats and false reporting of an emergency incident. A caller to the Summers County 911 Center last Saturday reported that bombs had been placed at the Greenbrier Resort in White Sulphur Springs and at a retirement home in Charleston. Law enforcement evacuated and searched both locations. No explosive devices were found. Toller is being held at the South Central Regional Jail awaiting arraignment. Jail records didn't indicate whether Toller has an attorney who could speak on his behalf. Last July, a federal judge in West Virginia heard closing arguments in the first lawsuit to go to trial over the U.S. opioid addiction epidemic. With an avalanche of documents that included transcripts of testimony and exhibits, Judge David Faber didn't indicate what he, when he would make a ruling, and his decision wasn't expected right away. Nearly a year later, the community is still waiting. The lawsuit by Cabell County and the city of Huntington accused distributors Amerisource Bergen, Cardinal Health, and McKesson of creating a public nuisance. Some 81 million pills were sent to the community of about 93,000 along the Ohio River from 2006 to 2014. The Ohio Supreme Court has denied a request from abortion providers to freeze the newly imposed state ban on abortions at the first detectable, quote, fetal heartbeat, unquote. While legal debate plays out in court, at issue and 
is the ban Ohio implemented a week ago. The last day, the U.S. Supreme Court found the U.S. Constitution does not protect a woman's right to an abortion. Providers wanted the state Supreme Court to grant an emergency stay, arguing it was needed to protect the constitutional rights of Ohioans. The state opposed the request, saying the Ohio Constitution doesn't recognize the right to an abortion. Two officers were killed when a man opened fire on police attempting to serve a warrant at a home in eastern Kentucky last night. Several officers were shot at the scene in Floyd County. Police took 49-year-old Lance Storrs into custody late last night. An arrest citation says two officers were killed at the scene and five officers were injured. An emergency management official was also injured and a police canine dog was killed. Storrs was arranged this morning in Pike County and jailed on a $10 million bond. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has postponed the first two executions scheduled for next year, meaning the state's unofficial death penalty moratorium will continue after his first term. DeWine, a Republican, has attributed the need for the reprieves to the state's ongoing inability to obtain drugs from pharmaceutical companies. The state's last execution was July 18, 2018, when Ohio put to death Robert Van Hook, for killing a man he met in a bar in Cincinnati in 1985. The governor today postponed executions scheduled for January and February to February and April of 2026. Nine men are still scheduled for execution next year, though more reprieves are expected. Up next, environmental justice advocates slam Supreme Court ruling. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Please save us from this dark future. Hello, welcome to WMUL. Due to a lack of volunteer DJs and anchors, the station is now fully automatic. This is DJ Electro Soul coming at you. Coming up next is my favorite song, Pure Sine Wave. This isn't the future anyone wants, and it can be prevented. WMUL-FM needs human DJs. Sign up today at marshall.edu slash WMUL, or find us in communications building room 204. Please, help us prevent the robot uprising. Neighbors. Uh, Am I right? If you're like me, you've got thin walls and even thinner patients. What can you do for a moment's peace? Well, you can mask out the noise with WMUL 88.1 FM. Oh, sounds like old neighbor Marty's throwing dishes again. Why don't I turn on and tune in my radio to 88.1 FM? Ah, much better. WMUL 88.1 FM, the perfect solution for masking out noisy neighbors. Here are three reasons why you should check out WMUL's website. One. With our Windows Media Server, our station can be heard around the world. Two. You can listen to audio archives of sporting events and other original shows. Three. With our online schedule, you never have to guess when your favorite show or music format airs again. www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Your place in cyberspace. Welcome back to News Center 88, but a best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Matawa. Companies don't want to sell shampoo bottles, food products, and other items wrapped in plastic in California will have to cut down their use of the material. That's under a bill signed yesterday by Governor Gavin Newsom that sets the nation's most stringent plastics reduction rules. It would require producers to use 25% less plastic for single-use products. 
within 2032. That could be met through using less material, switching to another type of packaging, or making the products uh, refillable or reusable. It was negotiated by lawmakers, environmental, and business groups. Backers of a similar ballot measure have removed their initiative from the November ballot. New York lawmakers want to require people applying for a handgun license to turn over a list of their social media accounts so officials can verify their, quote, character and conduct, unquote. That's under a bill being considered today by the state legislature. The provision was part of a proposed redesign of the state's firearms licensing laws after the U.S. Supreme Court struck down rules limiting to who could get a permit to carry a handgun outside of their home. A bill advanced by Democratic leaders would eliminate the most strict barriers, but also impose new requirements for applicants. Gun rights advocates call the idea of a social media review, quote, unconstitutional, unquote. The fireworks are still a few days away, but travel for the July 4th weekend is off to a booming start. The Transportation Security Administration said today that it screened more people on Thursday than it did on the same day in 2019, before the pandemic. Travelers so far seem to be experiencing fewer delays and canceled flights than they did earlier this week, but it's still early. Leisure travel has bounced back this year, offsetting weakness in business travel and international flying. Still, the total number of people flying has not quite recovered fully to pre-pandemic levels. The wait for news has been agonizing for families from Mexico to Honduras whose relatives were being smuggled through South Texas this week. Now they hope for what before would have been a dreaded capture by the Border Patrol, even hospitalization, anything but confirmation that their loved ones were among the 53 migrants who died inside a sweltering trailer in Texas. Then again, at least they would know. For now, parents reread last messages, swipe through photos, and wait for a phone call and pray. The Supreme Court decision yesterday to limit how the Environmental Protection Agency may regulate carbon dioxide emissions could make an already grave situation worse for those most affected by air pollution and climate change. Community residents and advocates fear. Environmental and climate justice advocates from across the United States are calling on the EPA to find other ways to limit carbon dioxide, emissions, and air pollution, as well as Congress to grant the agency the authority to do so. Coming up next, same-sex couples updating legal status after abortion ruling. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns, right after this. Imagine a friend has just told you they were diagnosed with a mental illness. What would you do? Awkward, isn't it? But what's even more awkward is... If you're not there for them, they'll be less likely to recover. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You okay? Yeah, I'm just allergic to all these irritating radio stations. If you are being slowed down daily by drab radio stations, ask your doctor about taking WMUL. WMUL works by sending a stream of exciting news and sports coverage to the brain while taking out all the commercials slowing you down. Oh, much better. Thank you, WMUL. Side effects include but are not limited to exciting bouts of metal, jazz, blues, alternative hip-hop, gospel, rock, and more. A deficiency in commercials and an intense feeling of personal satisfaction and joy. Do not take WMUL if you hate happiness. I don't hate happiness. Ask your doctor about taking WMUL-FM 88.1. 
Hi, this is John Bon Jovi asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We weren't born. We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. United we stand, united we serve. Are you with me? Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Haley Manham. And I'm Nick Mattawa. President Joe Biden has held a virtual meeting with Democratic governors as he considers next step on abortion after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last week. During their session today, the governor suggested expanding access to abortion using federal facilities such as Veterans Affairs Hospitals or working with Native American tribes who have a level of sovereignty over their own land. Biden says his administration is, quote, looking at all the alternatives, unquote. He described the court decision as, quote, tragic, unquote, and warned that women could be arrested while crossing state lines to get an abortion. A U.S. Supreme Court ruling expanded state authority to prosecute some crimes on Native American land is upending decades of law in support of tribal sovereignty. The Wednesday ruling veers from the trend of increasing tribes' ability to prosecute all crimes on reservations regardless of who is involved. Federal Indian law experts say the high court's decision in an Oklahoma case is concerning. While it doesn't directly impact tribal court systems, the experts say it does not enhance tribes' right to govern themselves in their own territory. It also casts tribes as part of states rather than the sovereign nations they are, infuriating many across Indian country. California already has some of the nation's toughest gun laws, but it has added new restrictions on untraceable, quote, ghost guns, unquote, and limiting marketing firearms to minors. Governor Gavin Newsom said today that he signed the laws. The first requires firearms parts to have serial numbers. It gives Californians who have weapons without serial numbers until 2024 to register them. Starting next year, anyone convicted of manufacturing a firearm without a serial number or aiding the manufacturer by a prohibited person will be barred from possessing a firearm for 10 years. The second law bars marketing firearms to minors. A gun owner's advocate predicts both laws will be overturned. The evolving legal landscape around abortion access is causing confusion for providers and patients across the country after the overturning of Roe v. Wade. In Florida, a new law banning abortions after 15 weeks went into effect today, after a judge said he would sign an order next week temporarily blocking it. Patients in Kentucky who were forced to cancel appointments with abortion providers this week are now scrambling to reschedule after a court there blocked the state's restrictions. Elsewhere, clinics are reporting an influx of new patients from out of state, overwhelming providers, and leading health centers to tailor procedures to the legality of abortion in a person's home state. The Supreme Court's decision eliminating the constitutional right to abortion is causing anxiety for people in same-sex marriages, particularly those with children. The decision last week overturning Roe v. Wade didn't directly affect the 2015 ruling that paved the way for gay marriage. But lawyers say now that they're getting questions from same-sex couples worried about the legal status of their marriages and keeping their children. Alabama lawyer Sidney Duncan has received dozens of emails and calls in just a few days. Justice Clarence Thomas has called on colleagues to reconsider cases that allowed the same-sex marriage, gay sex, and contraception. And coming up, Sequoia Ware will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast and updates on the Russian-Ukraine war. Stay with us.
Hey, Patrick, what's up? Hey, Michael, what's up with you? Uh, why does your voice sound like that? I know, it's awesome. I sound like a robot. You sound like T-Pain or Kanye. Yeah, that's the idea. Well, if you like the sound of those rappers, just tune in to 88.1 and listen to the new and old hip-hop hits. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Your voice is stuck like that, isn't it? Yeah, kinda. You moron. For the very best hip-hop, tune in to 88.1 WMUL-FM. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back into the Soul Ballroom at the Convention Center in Riviera Maya, Mexico. WMUL welcomes you to the mountain town of Blacksburg, Virginia. We are high up here at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It's the 2005 Crack Mac Women's Basketball Tournament. Welcome back to Firestone Stadium in Akron, Ohio. The 2005. Right in the first inning, no score here at Appalachian Power Park. Marshall. WMUL-FM, Huntington. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Sequoia Ware, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently, it is a muggy 75 degrees outside of the WMUL studios today. Today, the high is 95 and the low is 70 degrees. Tonight, it looks like we will be experiencing some rain, which is perfect for giving our gardens and lawns a much-needed drink. Scattered showers will be possible throughout the 4th of July weekend. Tomorrow's high will be 87 and the low will be 68 degrees. We will see intervals of clouds and sunshine most of Saturday, but a few thunderstorms will rumble their way into the area throughout the day as well, so you might as well want to plan to move activities indoors. Luckily, it will be dry off It'll dry off some on Sunday with a high of 84 and a low of 68 degrees. Monday calls for a mostly sunny day with a chance of possible afternoon thunderstorms. On the bright side, the forecast calls for a good evening for firework viewing. Today in weather history, in 1911, the high was just 79 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona, which was their coolest daily maximum of record for the month of July. The normal daily high for July 1st in Phoenix is 105 degrees. Thank you to weatherforyou.com for that information and accuweather.com for our forecast reports. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a muggy 75 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm Sequoia Ware. Thank you, Sequoia. Now into Russia and Ukraine news. WNBA star Brittany Greener has gone on trial in a Russian court on charges of possessing cannab- cannabis oil. Greener was arrested in February at a Moscow airport while traveling to play for a Russian team. The Phoenix Mercury Center and two-time U.S. Olympic gold medalist could face up to 10 years in prison if convicted. The next se- uh, session was set for July 7th. A U.S. embassy official who was in court said she spoke with Greener, who is, quote, doing as well as can be expected in these difficult circumstances, unquote. Her case comes at an extraordinarily low point in Moscow-Washington relations. Greener was arrested less than a week before Russia sent troops into Ukraine, which aggravated already high tensions. 
The U.S. has announced it will provide Ukraine with $820 million in new military aid, including new surface-to-air missile systems and counter-artillery radars to respond to Russia's heavily reliance on long-range strikes in the war. The Pentagon said today it would also provide the Ukrainians with up to 150,000 rounds of 155mm artillery ammunition. This is the 14th package of military weapons and equipment transferred to Ukraine from Defense Department stocks since August of 2021. All told, the U.S. has provided more than $8.8 billion in weapons and other military training to Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin has handed full control over a major oil and natural gas project partly owned by Shell and two Japanese companies to a newly created Russian firm. It's a bold move amid spiraling tensions with the West over Moscow's military action in Ukraine. Putin's decree last night orders the creation of a new firm that would take over ownership, a Sakhalinian energy investment company. It's nearly 50% controlled by British energy giant Shell, a Japan-based Mitsu, and Matsubishi. Russia's Gazprom had a controlling stake in the Sakhalm 2 oil and gas project that accounts for about 4% of the world's liquefied natural gas market. Japan, South Korea, and China are the main customers for its exports. Coming up next, Florida woman brings baby and drugs to prison visit. Stay tuned. But mom, don't but mom me. You heard what the doctor said. I'm fine. I just got my bell rung. It's not like I blacked out. You've had headaches, dizzy spells, and you're just not yourself. That's not feeling fine. Come on. I can't miss the game. It's still serious even if you didn't black out. It's better to miss one game than the whole season. All concussions are serious. Know the warning signs and never let your child return to play before a health care professional says it's okay. A message from CDC. Aww. You should worry less about that radio and concentrate on fishing. Besides, there's nothing good to listen to on the radio nowadays. Here we go again. Back in my day, music was good. They played all those good oldies that I love. Of course, they were called newies back then. But Grandpa, if we turn to 88.1 WMUL, we can listen to oldies. We can also listen to alternative, blues, jazz, hip-hop, and more. All that in one station? Then hurry up, boy, get that radio working! 88.1 WMUL, the cutting edge since 1961. Here's your cappuccino, miss. Great, thanks. Coffee with cream? Look, almost half of all new STD infections are among young people 15 to 24 years old. Yet most infections have no symptoms. The only way to know for sure is to be tested. So GYT, get yourself tested. Visit GYTnow.org to find an STD testing location near you. A message from CDC. Merlin, I need your help. The armies of darkness are at Camelot's gates, but Excalibur is destroyed. Fear not, Arthur, for I have in my hands a weapon far more powerful than the world has ever seen. The pure, sweet song of its blade leaving the sheath is able to pierce the air itself. This sword doesn't have a name. It is WMUL, the cutting edge. And finally today on New Center 88... It's one thing to bring a bundle of joy to a prison inmate, but it was a bundle of contraband that has a 44-year-old Florida woman in trouble. 
Officials at the DeSoto Correctional Institution says she brought not only her grandbaby to the facility, but also tried to bring in nearly 100 grams of cocaine. The drugs were found during the check-in process and resulted in the woman's arrest. A search of her car by a canine unit turned about another 687 grams of coke and heroin. The baby's been turned over to state family services. What began as chiding of Russian President Vladimir Putin by some Western leaders has quickly escalated into a war of words. During the G7 summit, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson joked about the images of Putin showing off his bare torso and suggesting G7 leaders troll Putin by taking off their shirts. Putin wasn't having it. Speaking to reporters, he mocked the G7 leaders saying, quote, I don't know how they wanted to get undressed above or below the waist, but I think it would be disgusting sight in any case, unquote. Starting in January, Venice will oblige day-trippers to make reservations and pay a fee to visit the historic Lagoon City. On many days, the heart of Venice is overwhelmed by visitors, who often far outnumber residents. Venice officials today unveiled new rules for day-trippers, which go into effect on January 16, 2023. Tourists who choose to not stay overnight in hotels or other lodgings will have to sign up online for the day they plan to come and pay a fee. Fee ranges from 3 to 10 euros or otherwise transferred to $315 or $1050 USD, depending on advanced booking and whether they are visiting in peak sessions or seasons. Transgressors face fi- uh, fines as high as 300 euros or 315 USD. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Nick Madawa, Zane Townsend, Sequoia Ware, and the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Haley Mannon, and your thought of the day is, if at first you don't succeed, then skydiving definitely isn't for you. Stephen Wright. WMUL-FM, Huntington. What's going on? What's going on? What should I do with my life? What's going on? What do I do with my weekend? What's going on? How am I going to spend my Friday? What's going on? What should I do this weekend? What's going on? It's spring break and I don't have any plans. What's going on? Do you find yourself ravaged with these questions? Do you have no clue what activities and events there are to do in your area? Well, you're in luck. WMUL 88.1 FM has your solution. It's time to find the answer to that age-old question. What's going on? And here's the new Center 88 team with What's Going On. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Madawa. And here's what's going on in Huntington this July. Huntington Area Regional Theater and the Greater Huntington Park and Recreation District will be performing Disney Descendants, the musical, featuring Susical Kids pre-show today, Saturday, July 2nd, and Sunday, July 3rd at the Ritter Park Amphitheater. Gates open at 6.30 p.m. The pre-show starts at 7.30 p.m., and the main show starts at 8.30 p.m. Catch the Dog Dazzle 2022 tonight at 7 p.m. Tyler Booth, Holly Forbes, the Bob Thompson Unit, and the Huntington Symphony Orchestra will be performing, and fireworks will begin around 10 p.m. The Dog Dazzle 2022 between 9th and 10th Streets in downtown Huntington. 
On Wednesdays and Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., you can catch the Farmer's Market at Pullman Square, featuring R&D produce and specialty guest booths. The dates in July are July 2nd, 6th, 9th, 13th, 16th, 20th, 23rd, 27th, and 30th. On Saturday, July 2nd, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Heritage Farm Museum and Village, you can catch the 2022 Summer Ice Cream Festival. The Summer Ice Cream Festival will feature homemade ice cream, music, dancing, cast iron cooking, hand-blown glass, demonstrations, sawmill, shingle mill, and special presentations by Ben Franklin and Betsy Ross. On Saturday, July 2nd, from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., celebrate Marshall Professor Tony Viola's book release, a novel titled All Lies Begin with Truth, at the book release launch party at Black Sheep Burritos and Brews. Catch Oakwood Road Band on Saturday, July 2nd from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Heritage Station, presented by the Greater Huntington Parks and Recreation Department and the Shops at Heritage. On Monday, July 4th from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., you can catch the Fly-In Cafe's 4th of July celebration, music by Julie and Kelly Ray Davis, and at sunset there will be a flag jump demonstration by the West Virginia Skydivers. At dusk, Paul King will begin a fireworks show. The Pullman Square Summer Concert Series on Thursday, July 7th will be featuring an 80s night with ultrasound from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the front lawn of Pullman Square. At the Ritter Park Picnic Shelter on Friday, July 8th, the Greater Huntington Park and Recreations District will be celebrating Christmas in July. From 7.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m., people of all ages are encouraged to get into the Christmas spirit a little early. Presenting a Christmas craft in an outdoor showing of the movie Elf, you could find them in Shelter 2. On Saturday, July 9th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Mountain Health Arena, you can couch the Beat the Heat Boutique, which consists of a collaboration of local businesses showcasing their products. You can catch the Pullman Square Summer Concert Series on Thursday, July 14th, featuring El Dorado from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the front lawn of Pullman Square. On Friday, July 15th, you can catch the Critical Mass Huntington Monthly Bike Ride. The ride is about six miles, all on flat grade and very easy. All are welcome. This is not a race. The ride will begin at 6.30 p.m. at the Ritter Park Fountain. Catch Arlo McKinley with Buffalo Wabs and the Prince Hill Hustle and Jeremy Pennell at the Ritter Park Amphitheater on Saturday, July 16th from 4 p.m. and 10 p.m. The door opens at 4 p.m. and the show begins at 6 p.m. You can catch Souls of the Wounded on Saturday, July 16th from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Heritage Station, presented by the Greater Huntington Parks and Recreation Department and the Shops at Heritage. Catch the Pullman Square Summer Concert Series on Thursday, July 21st, featuring Santa Cruz from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the front lawn of Pullman Square. On Saturday, July 23rd, you can catch the second annual River Cities Cornhole Classic, hosted by the United Way of River Cities, which is also where the game will be held. On Thursday, July 28th at 6 p.m., catch Jacob Loans during the Pullman Square Summer Concert Series. Catch the Souls 4, your soul sneaker show, at the Mountain Health Arena on July 30th from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. On Saturday, July 30th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., you can catch the annual West Virginia Hot Dog Festival to enjoy contests and competition, live music, and entertainment all day. Displays, prizes, demonstrations, crafts, shopping, car and truck shows, and to sample all of these wonderfully delicious hot dogs. The Hot Dog Festival takes place on 3rd Avenue in Pullman Square. 
I'm Rebecca Law, and here's what's going on at the Paramount Arts Center in Ashland, Kentucky. Catch Chingy with Petey Pablo on Friday, July 8th, 